One, two, three, and we are live. And I'm gonna actually say we are live on the tranquil gi. So yes. I, never, I don't say it enough. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so today we've got Hamish. Morning. How are we? Make sure it's cool. like the yeah. morning. How are we? Very good. Uh, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. That's cool. Good to have Why's you, Hamish. Here? What's that? Why is Hamish here? So we're going to be looking at his um, his matches, or his fights that he had at the Northern Champs. So yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Northern Champs. So if you're listening, you probably want to be watching. Yeah, we'll, watching, we'll put that disclaimer right from the from the get go. Um, yes. But I've also got my co-host Leo. Hey, nice to have you here, Leo. Actually, nice actually, like you know, facing. Sorry. Uh, there we go. I just want to look at Hamish. He's beautiful. That's how it's facing him. Cool. All right. So. Made it awkward already. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, before we start, uh, yeah. do you own a boat? No, I don't own a boat. Did... Not really a boating guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's not you. I was trying to figure out who was uh, doing the free boat. Oh yes. In the uh, for those of you not living in this area, someone put a free boat anonymously. Anon anonymously. Can I even say that? This word? is on the grapevine. On the grapevine. Yeah. And then that boat was taken and 24 hours later we had the owner saying, um, actually, uh, I'd like my boat back. Uh, <laughs> I, thought that was a, I thought that was amazing actually. Yeah. It's a great joke, Just, if it is a joke, but I don't think it was. I don't know, it wasn't. And I think the guy whose boat got taken was going to proceed to yes. um, get call the police, police get the police involved. But I mean, if you've got this horrible boat parked out your, outside your house and you've asked the guard nicely in the past, hey, don't park your boat mm. outside. Yeah. You think and that's then, what's happening? You think it's a neighbor? Probably. Yeah. So, and then he's gone, okay, I'll just say, here's a free boat. <laughs> <laughs> I think the crazy thing is, is like loads of people thought that it was real and they just yeah. went and... Multiple people showed up as the guy was already putting it on his tow bar. So there, there was a lot of people like, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah I know. Let's yeah. get it. So it's just, yeah, quite funny. But also, if it seems too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. Though, yeah, right? see the post of a free Tesla outside this house, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe it. Yeah. Not my Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, sorry John, so you were saying? No, that's cool. Uh, so, I thought we would go through your two matches today, which, I have to be honest, were, in my opinion, flawless. Uh, you oh. did an awesome job. On both Thanks. the fights, and the the guy that you competed against, so it was just a round robin because there was only two of you. Yeah. Uh, the guy was uh, Chris. I yeah. forget the surname, but I get I'll get the surname. But he's from Hold Down Jiu Jitsu, and they are based in. I should do way more research on this. In fact, maybe Leah, maybe yes. if you can on to the internet just so because it would be good uh, for us just to um, so it's hold down jiu-jitsu these guys are on uh, magnify and they've got another Wilkaka as well yeah, so, yeah. There, so yeah so really cool club if you up that way uh, i'll try and put a link in the description so you guys can see the school and yeah really great guys so if you're up in that area you want to do some jiu-jitsu there'll be a good bunch to uh, go have a roll with but Yep, so you were competing against Chris. I think he was down here with his family. Afterwards, they were going to go watch a, uh, go watch some football. Yep. Or the soccer, sorry. And, yeah, really good. But before we get into it, though, um, how did you get into jiu-jitsu to begin with? Because you uh, kind of came to our school, uh, what, maybe a year ago? A year almost, a year, almost a year ago. So I think yeah. October, October, November, I think it'll be a year ago. Because I, uh, my son started out here well my son first started at Buckingham's Beach uh doing the little warriors there back in maybe like 2020 something like that um and then I guess the peer pressure from Andy the coach there for me to join up and start doing the adult classes uh I got into it at some stage in 2020 as well I think but then it was a bit of a funny year because that's all the COVID all yeah. the COVID stuff started um and yeah, and then I had a bit of a break during the COVID stuff, uh, as my son. Um, and then yeah, when we found out that you were doing the, the kids' classes out here, it yeah. was a bit of a no-brainer. It was nice and close, um, and a nice, yeah, cool little, cool little club. Um, and I was just recovering from a knee surgery. So yes, yeah, let's, let's go into that a bit. So yeah, what, what happened uh, there? So, <laughs> a jiu-jitsu injury. Um, I just had my knee, it was like forced into, forced into flexion 
and then the way it twisted, I just ended up tearing a bit of cartilage uh, in my right knee, so I had to have that tidied up. Um, and I just took it, I actually took it easy for once and let the recovery. You still recovered really quick. So I remember I, I met you for the first time when you had just had the surgery. It's been the same week, I think. Yeah. Maybe on the Thursday. And I think you had just you had just had the surgery, you had just come out. So it was like, if, I think you maybe a day or two after the surgery and you were kind of, you were walking around. And I still remember you asking you, thinking, oh, you probably had the surgery a week ago. Like, no, it was yesterday or the day before. And I was like, who's this guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah you recovered really quickly from that, considering the, the injury that it was. Um, yeah, that's yeah. cool. Um, so yeah, and then it's just been into it since. It's been good fun. It's a cool little club yeah. with some people. Uh, that makes life a little bit easier, eh, when you're, you're hanging out with good people. Yeah. I think that's probably a big draw card for me, so. Um, yeah, it's been good. Awesome. So yeah, yeah you've got been very modest. I did not have this information, sir. You can't make me the young Jamie from Joe Rogan show. <laughs> <laughs> I've searched, oh, actually, so if you go Matt, I've searched your surname, I've searched your first name. Go Matt Nine. If you can go search by. I'm going to hand it over to Hannah, she can do it. It's your podcast and you do it. Probably by Matt. Yeah, I should have done that. I should have done the research with Matt. Oh, um, no. I, um, I did the searches and they won't find anything, so maybe you're so good you're just MIA on there. Maybe they just take all the brackets away afterwards. Did you really want it? <laughs> Didn't actually did it happen. Did <laughs> it just, happen? Is this just AI? Oh. It could be AI. Yeah. Is it like deep, is it a deep fake? Deep fake. Deep fake. Yeah, yeah. you look, look good there for deep fake on that screen. Yeah, like so. Here we go. Uh, number 73. So he's from your whole down jujitsu. Chris Mendel. N-E-N-N-E-L-L. Okay, so we'll make sure we're trying to get Chris. Of Chris. Yeah. So well done for Chris. Competing. Yeah, well done on this, uh, on your matches. You did really well. But, yeah, and yeah. um, Leo, how's your training, training been this uh, week? Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing it. It's, it's getting done. Well, you've been doing two training. We had a couple of roles this week and you were how kicking my ass. Oh, hey. You getting my that? back. You hear that? Yeah. That yeah. was live. <laughs> you can't, take, you can't yeah. take that back. You can edit it. Yeah. I can edit it out though. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> no, but it's been really good roles, man. Awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got people like Hamish to roll with. You know, Hamish is one of the nice guys because he kind of like, he knows when to put the afterburners on, when to not put them on. And he doesn't really put them on when he's rolling with me. <laughs> the, jet, the jet engines. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's some other people out there that, you know, go 100% all the time and and trying to <laughs> kick your ass all the time. It's a, fun it's a fun relationship to watch that one. It's, it's probably it's a love-hate relationship. I think it's going to be another. Is there more hate? Oh, actually, actually, oh, I shouldn't do this, but it'd be fun. Come on, do it. Okay. So I said I, I was going to post this on our channel, and he said, no, maybe you shouldn't do that because it's a bad idea. <laughs> and so let me just quick. So let's just put it on the podcast instead. Yeah, so we'll put it on the podcast because, uh, you know, the three people that listen to this will um, we'll know what we're talking about now. Hold on. So to everyone who doesn't know, so uh, Ford, who's another one of our uh, uh, guys at Melo BJJ, uh, rolls with Leo quite a bit. They've got this, you know, like we said, a, a love-hate relationship. <laughs> I would hate to think what this podcast is going to be like when the two of you are actually on it. It's just, oh, it's it's gonna, we have to keep Lexi. It's going to be explosive. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. It's going to be, anyway, so he, he was away on Tuesday, so I said to him, hey, you back tonight? This is on Instagram, DMs, and he goes, I've been thinking about quitting. I'm already a two-stripe white belt. What really is left for me to achieve? <laughs> so I wrote back, I want to take a screenshot of this, put it in our BJJ group so the boss can come and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so he put, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so Bus, if you're listening to this, uh, you've now got... Free reigns? Free reigns. There you go. Sorry for... I'll see you on the mat. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alright, so on the screen we've got Hamish's first match. And let's go through it. Uh, let's How are you feeling coming into this match? You've done some training? Yeah, well, we've had a pretty good tempo at the moment, eh? Like, yeah. Um, and I've been making trainings, which is nice. Um, so yeah, I think I, I was feeling pretty good. I didn't feel, because I've done, I did a no-gi comp a couple of years ago, and I was super nervous, and because I think I was maybe like a one-stripe, might have been like one-stripe white belt. Oh, so this wasn't the one that we did at, at No, no, nah, so that was one, it was maybe like the, like the gi, like the, 
Northern Gay Champs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I was I was gassed within like the first forty five seconds. It was that your first competition? Yeah, that was my very first comp. I think um, everyone that happened to me in my first competition. So I went out and yeah, I didn't think about anything other than just trying to you know win the match. Yeah. And then I got off, and I didn't even realize it during the match. But after you know it all said and done, I walked off, and my forearms were just like on fire like I could hardly yeah yeah like my grips were just gone yeah build, build yeah. this climb yeah build yeah climb. it was just like <laughs> I was just, and I had I never had felt that mm. ever like before so I'm going I'm going how am I going to have my second match yeah. <laughs> I can't grip or do anything yeah, all of this blood out of my so, yeah it's, it's I think that's uh, common with a lot of people and I think when you I think as you get used to competition you learn to kind of you know hold back just mm. very slightly it's it's kind of weird actually at, at white belt you everything's a scramble it seems like yeah. and then as you start getting a bit higher blue belt it's it's a little bit like that but a little a little bit more methodical at purple belt you start you know i think you really start to think about your matches and think about your moves and you know, and then at brown and black you it's very uh it's very strategic and so you go yeah, when you do go, you go 100%, but then there's other times you kind of, you know, you're hanging back, you're really thinking about things. Mm. So, yeah, so I think at white belt, it's, you know, you really have to have to have to have good cardio, I feel, and try and, uh, yeah, try and be a little bit more reserved in as you started. And I think when you, it seemed like from the outside that you were, you were in quite a good headspace. Mm. with it yeah. so is that right or yeah, were you I guess, yeah I guess I was a little bit nervous because it's always you're out there and there's people watching right like it's kind of the same as being at the gym like there's always someone watching but there's a lot more people here right like it was a good yeah it's a good turn. I must say like there were, how many there was like over 900 entrants yeah that's so huge. I mean that's props to uh um to Steve Oliver for you know putting on a you know a really good competition yeah. I think we have to hand it to the guy and also, and also to his team because it actually ran to schedule. Yeah, like it, it really did. Yeah. Um, I think there was one little hiccup there with uh, with Zah as we you know during the day, but I think other than that, it was it ran it was run very smoothly. Yeah. And a lot of, I mean, normally you have the kids stuff that happens in the morning, and then you have the the higher belts they do their matches, and then normally in the afternoon it's it's the blue and white belts. Yeah. The whole day there was just kids there were just matches going on on all all, all the time yeah. and the kids it just seemed like the kids were just competing the entire day because it was yeah. gi and no gi yeah uh, so yeah very relevant it was a big it was a big day for the kids man but yeah because we were there for zars matches we were there for 7 30 for weigh-in and he was his last fights were at sort of one o'clock yeah so yeah, it's a big old day for a 19 year old and there's younger kids than that competing as well so yeah that's right yeah um, so no good yeah, no it was a good day good good day all right so let's have a look at the first match so Ooh, first time yeah. seeing it from yeah. this angle here we go <clears throat> so starting here so hamish which one are you uh not in the shusha roll gi <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, uh, you got the red belt on yeah i've got the red so, belt on oh uh, chris had really good grips that was one thing i noticed real early on i was like man this guy's got like yeah he's got me good yeah, and it's probably something I haven't done a lot of is like grip fighting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think in the gi, it's like because I think you did do uh, yeah you did do gi in the last competition uh, yeah. that we yeah. did, and I think you were up against Carl that on one of your first matches, and uh, you know he's just got such good flexibility and trying to strip grips there was quite quite hard. Yeah, but yeah, I felt that here. I think I was trying. I was telling you, hey. Um, you need to get rid of that, that collar grip. Yeah. But he did a really good takedown there. Yeah. And it actually surprised me uh, when when he did that because yeah, I, 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 I felt then when he did that, I was like, oh, okay, his grips were mm. yeah, really strong. Uh, so yeah, very really nice takedown. But what I like <clears throat> what I like here with what you did was you regarded beautifully, like you got your legs um, in there. And I was, I was trying to tell you at that point, uh, so I. Was, there you're trying to get your Delahiva hook in and you're trying to get a grip on his collar uh, there but he was doing a really good job of not allowing you to do that so that was very good on Chris to do and then you're able to I think while 
you were trying to grab that collar, you managed to uh, get the sweep because he was just going a little bit further back and you just kind of pushed him a little bit and then you came up. Yeah, that sweep was uh, just with your legs? Yeah, so it was. Know. Yeah. I forgot to say, whatever advice he gives you, it's good. Whatever <laughs> I say to you, don't worry about I it. Know, okay. I'll listen, mate. Take it all. Leo, any, anyone's yeah. observation is worth something. Oh. For sure. Why is worth so, something? I like it. Yep, so there you went straight into SAR control, which is really nice. So you're, uh, you're, you did like a very low Toriander pass to get there. And I think at this point I was saying, hey, block the hip, but you went to go get the knee right position, uh, which you did really well, and then went to try to get to mount, but then we ended up standing again. Yeah. I think at this point you knew kind of like where, you know, his, his grip strength and potentially what he's going to do. So you, oh. you grabbed it. Beautiful single leg there, and then uh, tripped him up and uh, got a got a takedown. So that was another two points there. And I think you landed in side control with that. So I mean, it's just almost very similar to no, no, sorry, you're in half guard there. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. very similar to uh, Lockie's one that he yes. did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was a really good takedown. So there, we just you just working your basic half guard pass, which you got straight away. And then now this is kind of like where things started unraveling. So I, I knew at this point when you were trying to go for an S mount there. Yeah. Because you, you like your arm bars from that point. Yeah. And so you're going, f you're trying to get into the S mount. And I think at this point, what he started giving to you was his back. And here it goes over here. I think that first one he had kind of like, I think he kind of got a bit of a cross collar. Oh yeah. Sorry, I had a bit of a cross collar, um, and I was a little bit like, oh, it's quite tight considering I'm sort of in the dominant position here. Um, but it's also nice knowing that I didn't really have to worry about it. And yep. I was like, yeah, it's tight, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna put me out. No. Um, so where was that? At the... I think it was this one. I don't know if it was this. Like I think it was sort of in around this little scrambly bit here. Oh, so he had a. Oh, so he, he had a bit of a cross, like a bit I of a cross see, Yes, grip. I see that now. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and I was like, oh yeah. And actually, that actually is a danger. Well, if you manage to get the right grips and the person is on top, uh, you can choke a person from yeah. the bottom there. So I think maybe he was thinking about that, but just didn't have quite have the right grips. I can see there now his hand. Yeah. Like I think I've, I think I've stayed busy enough that he probably couldn't get um, yeah. uh, quite deep enough. Like yeah. how we talk about that punch, so it's like that extra punch yes. to get nice and deep. I don't think he was able to get that. Well, I think what he's trying to go for there is a is a baseball bat choke from underneath. Mm -hmm. So from there, yeah, your right hand has actually got to grab the collar, yeah. and then your left hand has got to go around. So you've got that baseball bat um, position. And then from the bottom, then you just start closing up your your elbows, and that puts the choke on. Yeah. But you have to really set that up before the person comes around your guard. Yeah. To yeah. yeah. So if you haven't quite got that, I mean, I have seen in the past guys in competition where they take the person's lapel or they they do try and get it. But it's it's if a person knows what they they're looking out for, then it's it's really yeah. hard to get it. Uh, but I have seen a person do it and actually get it in a competition uh, after the after they've gone around into SAR control. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, yeah, I didn't actually spot that. So, okay, so he was going for that uh, choke and that allowed you to basically set your set yourself up to take the back, which you did do. So you came around here, because you're on side back control at the moment. Yeah. And I think at this point I was telling you, hey, get your seatbelt grip, get your hooks in, which you did do, and both hooks in. And I was screaming at this point to get your body lock on, which you did do. Oh, there it is. Oh, and so at this point, it was 16 points up. Uh, Chris is on two, two minutes to go. Come on, Chris. And I mean, sorry. Yep, so now you're starting, <laughs> to, yep, you're starting to work your choke, which is quite cool. So you're just doing a bit of grip fighting there. Uh, I was just saying at this point, hey, get your... What I really liked about that, Hamish, is that you... You didn't just release your hooks just so you can go get your body lock back. You you kind of you you got your sort of like an intermediary hooks in there, and then you worked your way into getting to the body lock on the other side. It was really cool. So you're stomping down on the on a thigh, mm -hmm. and so yeah, you're back basically in that body lock position. 
and then you got your choke and then it was yeah pretty much like a, a bow and arrow choke from there so yeah it was really really good first match you like your bow and arrows don't you yeah and you can get when you can get your hands I on. think you've done it to me <laughs> not just once but there you go nice yeah. a little bit guessed nice to be fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually thinking about that. So during that first match, did you get like a bit of an adrenaline dump? Yeah, I think sort of that first, I'd say probably when he got that, uh, when he got a sweep at the start, it's kind of that you're like, oh, oh yeah, this is happening now. Like it's not just it's on. Yeah. stand up. And then when you hit the deck, you're like, oh, okay, right, mate. Yeah, okay, now we are. Yeah, it's, it's real now. So I think you probably get a bit more, I'll probably get a bit more of a dump at, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was, um, I think it's yeah. It did surprise me the his that that takedown that he that he got, and uh, you could see he had, he had been practicing it. Yeah. But it seemed like he had been practicing it. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's good. How much rest do you get between? I think we had like there was like two or three matches in between. Oh, so yeah, in between us. So so it could be anything up to fifteen, but if they're quick matches, you're yeah. Back and because the thing is, minutes. you could be over in thirty seconds, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then that brings all your all your time forward. Oh. Um, but no, we had a bit of a break and then we got a bit of a surprise when we had to get back up and get back into it. But um, I thought maybe you were going to be having a, f a third match, but it was only if, like, maybe if yeah. you won, hey? Yeah. We probably should have asked if we just could have kept going. Yeah. I would have liked another, another match, but that's right. But, um, Especially for what you pay, right? You pay what, so 70... We pay you $25 membership. Yeah, membership. And then there's a um, tournament, and then the fee. tournament fee. Yeah. So if you did both, so it could be like 100 Probably like 130 bucks, mm. and then maybe almost. And if you had to pay membership, you'd look at 150 bucks. So, 75 dollars a roll, sir. Yeah, thank yeah, you very yeah. much. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. You paid your two rolls. Get out of here. Um, I was gonna say the, the back control stuff. So, like Adam and his fight, he just it was like a it was a school right on the on our back control drill, yeah. and it shows how um, how awesome it is, and that we're sort of I think we're doing the right stuff at the gym, right? Like, we're yeah. doing for. For this level stuff that we're doing the right, doing the right stuff that you can dominate. Yeah, absolutely. I think I, that's probably one thing that I didn't do as a white belt enough, and even at blue belt was uh, really drill uh, back takes and maintaining the back. Because mm -hmm. I was more sort of I was more playing guard and doing half guard and deep half back that bottom game. But I think it's uh, it's I think it's really good if you can actually have a very good back game like chase the back mm. and it just I, I, I saw that quite it's quite funny like I think as a as a higher belt you and this is the great thing about jiu-jitsu like you always think okay because you're a brown belt or a black belt that there's nothing you know, much more that you can learn but you learn so much from uh, watching you know, I learn a lot from watching you guys and just naturally what uh, Lachlan and, and Sachin were doing was like right when they first started was they kept on trying to get to the back of of their opponents. I remember saying to uh, Lachlan, I was like, oh, yeah, I see you guys are like just naturally trying to take the back of people. He's like, oh, it's like the best place to get to so you can try and get a submission. Um, and I think that's sort of, that's given me a bit of, uh, well, that's driven me to actually go, okay, I actually need to this as part of my game a bit more so I've been trying to chase the back a bit and then that's also made me think about okay as you guys as white belts okay let's just try and get a you know let's actually try and chase the back let's get that back control let's concentrate on that a bit more and I think maybe what was it maybe five or six months ago we kind of introduced more back control a little bit more details around that and then just made, it just it just worked out this way like a couple of weeks before this competition we uh, there was a school break and then a lot of the guys went away and we were busy doing single X and X guard and I thought okay let's just put that uh, let's just pause it we'll just go back to some back control stuff for two weeks and then we'll come back to the and it just so happened that the the stuff that we had been practicing for those last couple of weeks and you know really doing a lot of positional drills and I think that helped heaps because when Lachlan went to go do his competition his back control was just you know way better than what it, mm. it, it was like you know uh, six you know five six months ago and definitely I could see here in your match it was you know something 
that you use really well. And yeah, the same with Adam. Yeah. So yeah, so we'll have to we'll get Adam and Jace into the next podcast to nice. go through his matches. But uh, yeah, that was really good. Uh, awesome. All right. So second match, we've got the same guy. <laughs> Come on, Chris. But now you guys are sort of you guys know each other a little bit. I guess you know. Yeah, maybe what you guys are going to be getting um, up to. So, is there uh, a confidence this... booster knowing that you won the last one? Now sitting on the second match. Uh, yeah, I think, but you never know, though, right? Because sometimes you kind of feel like you you might have got a bit lucky. Mm. Um, and because it is like you can get unlucky really quick yes. in jiu-jitsu, right? Like yes. yep. you fall slightly the wrong way, and your opponent's in a way better position than you. Yeah. And if they've got, uh, they've got a game from that position, you're in you're in trouble, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, so you never know, and it's nice. Like we, uh, Chris and I, were just sitting like after a match. It's like he's going to sit down and you know just talking shit with each other for the next like <laughs> 10, 15 minutes, right? And that's cool. And that's another thing like, I like about jujitsu. Yeah. It's just like yeah, we'll go and try and smoke each other on the on the mats, and then once you finish, just like your mates again. Yeah, and it's uh, it's really cool. And that was another thing, uh, and I've seen it a couple of times when my sons competed. How awesome the kids are. Yeah, yeah. Like the kids are amazing. Like they're genuinely concerned if the other kid gets hurt, yes. or and it's just yeah, high fives and hugs at the end. And that's that really, really, that's really, 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 really cool. Girls, these two girls collided heads by accident. One cried, the other one just stood over, gave her a hug. Then they after the match they hugged each other. And yeah. Said thank you, and they're only like six, and you're like they get it. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of lessons in it, right? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Okay. So. Second match. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. So off we go. So we're shaking hands. Okay, so here we are again. Let's see if Chris does the same thing. I can't remember. I think we, yeah, I did a little bit better at keeping the distance in this one. Yes. Um, and so I had that little uh, single leg in, yeah. my, in my mind that we'd drilled on the Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you only got a trip there. Yeah, so there he's got a, you see his yeah. grip there is like way higher and it's, yeah. it, it, that's causing issues. So it's sometimes in this position here, it's not bad for you to actually, I know he's got a, a grip on your sleeve, but if you go, if you go around his hand, you could strip that. Yeah. And then to do a two on one, like, to, like grab both his, grab his wrist and then push it out. Okay. So yeah, as long as you, it's, it's not a bad thing to, to do that here. Yeah. So yeah, so I think he's trying to set that same sweep up, and he's going around. So yeah, so I can see you now. Yeah, oh, so you did. Yeah, yeah. so that was even. Yeah, he's like really strong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I like that throw. It's good. Do we know the name of it? There is a name for it, but uh, yeah. Not on this podcast, you won't learn. But once you did that big throw on you, Hamish, you did a good job of, you see your left hand there is, gra is you, you grabbed his left foot. Yep. And your left uh, foot is actually in between his legs, so he hasn't got, you know, com you know he hasn't passed your guard, which is cool. Um, and I think at this point you was, <laughs> your key was like almost going over your head. But it's. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it takes a bloody. It takes us back, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> you can do a yeah. Oh, yeah. He did this all day and it was awesome. Like, yeah, so he's going to take the. Yeah. Is the yeah. ref allowed to do that? Yeah, yeah, of course. I think, yeah. I think he's got you an advantage with the, you know, your gear. Yeah, as long as he's doing it for everybody, it doesn't really matter. He was, right. actually, he was actually a really good ref, this yeah. guy, because he was really enthusiastic and, uh, you know, so really into it, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, good position here. So you've uh, just managed to uh, get your your legs in, grab hold of the legs, and now I think I think what Chris was doing, what he could have done a little bit better here is that he he was he needed to get distance from you, yeah, and yeah, he was he kept on coming in towards you, and I think uh, because we drill that so much with our open guard uh, techniques and stuff, just our basic stuff that we do. We're quite used to a person coming in towards us, and it kind of helps us. So, yeah, so that's so I think this was playing into stuff that you used to. So you're trying to get your daddy heba hook in again, which is cool. He's doing a good job again of stripping your grips, but because he's doing that, he's losing concentration a bit in terms of um, his balance. 
but yeah, so you see how far, like he's, he's like so yeah. right close into you. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah, and I think as he moved into the center line, I think this is where you are saying back sweep, mm. and yeah, I think this is exactly what you did, and then you came right up again. So just basic stuff that we normally practice all the time, right, is, you know, a back sweep, and again, so you got that back sweep, and you went straight into your, uh, sort of like a pancake pass more this time around and it's almost like a repeat so you blocked the hip there quite nicely went around to his mm, back got that back quite quickly and this is quite you see for me back in the day and you now like I would have just gone into self control then started working what I loved about what you guys are doing is like as soon as you can, you can see a person's back is being exposed you guys go straight to the back mm. so you switched across right over to the other side which is really cool and yep, now I was, I was saying at this point, okay, get your seatbelt grip. And so I think this is when you were trying to. Can trying you hear John? Yeah. John's screen. That's all I could hear. Oh, you I couldn't hear anything else. Right. Because I was thinking maybe you were trying to go for a certain move and then John called a different move. You're like, all right, I'll do an yeah. audible. There we go. Again. So I was there, I was like, nope, wrong way, other way. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. So yeah, so you, there we go. So body lock again on that side. Which is really cool and now you're just starting to work your grips well beautiful over there what you did was you got his head onto the other side mm. very nice yeah very cool and he sort of shout, out, shout out to john Olson who taught me that little that little trick nice <laughs> yep so you're just kind of just riding his back at the moment just trying to get a good position so again you just work you got your hooks in there so i think we sitting at six points to you two points to chris and yep you got your body so this Chris is getting out oh, oh, well, i think well i think this is because we've been practicing this so much we've just been riding the back more and so i think in the past we probably maybe would have given up mm. but i think now because we're practicing you know taking a person's back then if you lose the hook to try and then you know okay. retake the back again like we're doing a lot of those type of drills so you guys are just sort of following on from that and I think you're just trying to get the grips here, hey? Yeah. Which I think you did do at this point. And then you locked up the body lock again um, as you rolled. And now you're trying to work the, the gi. So it's nice over there. I can see you pulling the, the gi down. And then, yep, you got your grip. And then again, it's, you know, you managed to get the bow and arrow choke. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So it was the same, very much the same repeat. You know, of the of the first match, but yeah, they're really good. So, oh, well done to both you lads. Yeah, that was really cool. That was good. No, it was really good, Hamish. So, how did you feel? Like with the, well, how did you feel with the first match? How did you feel with the second match? And how did you feel overall? Uh, the first one was the first one was good. Uh, and getting that, I think I felt really good after getting that takedown. Um, it sort of gives you a little bit of a, a little bit of a boost. Um, yeah, that takedown, that takedown was sweet. Yeah, and I think because Chris mentioned afterwards, he was like, I think the announcer was watching our mat at that point and over the <laughs> over the PA system, he was like, oh! <laughs> 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 but yeah, so that, yeah, that was that felt really good, and I think that, like I said, it gives you a bit of a, a, bit of a boost, and, and then it's just into your, into your work, but like I said earlier, it's, it's getting the time to, to drill these positions that I think is helping us a lot. Yeah. Um, because it's all well and good, like drilling for 10 minutes and then doing some rolls, like doing some following rounds or whatever. But I think if yeah, there's more value in 45 minutes to an hour of positional stuff and then less following rounds. Yeah. Because um, it's just, what is it, like practice a, practice a thousand times and something like that to, to learn stuff. Yeah. Yeah, practice a thousand, train 10,000 or something like that. So the more you can. Put yourself in that position and work into it or work out of it. Uh, that's where yeah, I think that's been helping helping a lot. So um, I guess confident. I felt pretty confident in the first one, and then after uh, how the first one went, felt nice and confident going into the second one. Um, and just thinking about the little things to try and improve on. Yeah. Around the grips, around the grips and stuff. But it's good to it's good to get some stuff to to work on as well, right? Like well, that, well, I think you were. I think what I what I saw there was that you're actually recognizing that you needed to have a good grip. It's just that Chris was doing a really good job of, yeah. of, of not allowing you to get the grips that you want, which is 
his job. That's what he's supposed to do. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think if obviously you, if it was, if, I think if we were just rolling at the club, you would have got the, the grips that you wanted. But it's good to you know to reiterate is like just just try and get the you know to get your grips, get those nice deep grips. And you know if you have your grips that are sort of mid, mid lapel, it's just not gonna. It's yeah. not as effective. Yeah. Uh, from there, so yeah. My question to you, sir, is advice for those listening that want to do a tournament. What's your advice to them? Just do it. Yeah, yeah just do it, man. Just do it. Yeah, it's not that scary, and because there's other people there that it's their first competition too, right? Uh, especially for white, it's probably different for white belts, obviously, because blue belts have been around a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, just go out and do it. And the one like the competition that we did um, a few months ago at Forge, mm. uh, that was awesome. Because you know it's just white belts, and everyone else is in the same, like the same position. It's their first competition. Um, we're all yeah. spazzing on the mat. Yeah, yeah, we're well, all spazzing together, right? And that's <laughs> um, and that's the wonders of it. Uh, so I think, well, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, we can do that again. Yeah, we well, I think I was talking to Corey when I was about two, three weeks ago, and so we might put on a white belt and blue belt competition okay. at awesome. the Italian this year. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So internal one, so yeah, that'll be really good. Yeah, so we'll try and get the yeah the Machado schools around and yeah do it again. So I think it'll be quite good. Yeah, awesome. so I think we just need to tr- we're just trying to time it because I know nationals is going to be coming up later through yeah la- later this year. Uh, November. Yeah, nationals. yeah. So we just got to try and so maybe we'll do it just after nationals, or we're trying to think, or do we do it just before nationals? But then you don't want to put a competition on and just in case you get injured and you can't go do mm. nationals so as a, as a rookie that I am is nationals like would be a, a step higher than what this tournament was on it's, the no, that's a very good question because okay. normally with this because I would consider this our regionals right yeah we normally do and regionals is it's never quite the same as what nationals is okay but there were so like, many people at this competition it felt like a national. It felt like a national competition. Yeah, but as a caliber of athletes, would there be another step high, or do you think those people that be at nationals were actually in this one as well? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think okay. most of them were here. Yeah, uh-huh. I think at the higher belts, um, I think more black belts and brown belts come uh, to I'm the not nationals. With them, so that's okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think that's probably the only difference. But I'd say from white belts to blue belt, there were there were tons. I, d- I really didn't see many. Uh, maybe they were on later during the day. I think they probably were. Yeah. Um, because some of the zero gravity guys were down there right. and they were competing and those guys are you know blue purples and so yeah so maybe they were coming a little bit later during the day but and I think Clinton from Daredevil and uh, Bryce from Crazy Allegiance they 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 were the, I think they were the only two black belts there actually competing mm. so they I think they also had a round robin yeah, there. yeah you missed the matches you could yeah. Have that one, yeah. I'll show actually seeing uh, seeing the matches. They must be later on during the day though, which is really strange because yeah. normally with the black belt and brown belt matches, they are on before. Yeah, they come before all the you know, the other belts. Mm. You should so. try and find a way to do it that they're the only ones actually on the mats that everyone's watching them because yeah. it's like an honor thing. Like, hey, here's some black belts that we've got this tournament. Well, I think I think now they're going to be. It's going to be uh, videoed. Like there's going to be a live stream, oh, right? Yeah, awesome. yeah, for the black belt matches. Fifteen ninety five for that live stream. <laughs> just, like, just like I paid ten bucks to come in to watch yeah, it. Give us, yeah. give us a discount, Steve. I got my money's worth, so I paid, and then I walked into the fighters pit, not knowing that's not where I was supposed that to be. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I was walking in with my daughter, and I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm meant to be here, but oh well, I'll make the most of it. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. If you pretend, if you look like you meant to be there, no one will ever question Holding you. a baby, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't get in there without showing my little bandy thing. Yeah. Every single time I was only in high, I don't know how you got in there. Dude, I just know how to walk confidently. Yeah, you do. I've yeah. done this at the Tui Awards. We don't know what we're doing. We walked into the Tui Awards, but it was the after party. David Tua, like Scribe, everybody pre purse And everyone just thought I was some sort of artist with them. Oh, awesome. And then I was like, oh, I'd better get out of here before they find out who I am. <laughs> anyway, politely ask you to leave. But no, but I think you should sign up for Nationals, Leo. That's basically what you've just asked me. Oh, about. is that what I'm asking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think all of us are going to sign. I mean, even I'm signing up for the. Uh, or black belt, yeah. Oh, so just go. I, yeah. I think we should. As a team, we should go in. Yeah. Yeah. We do well, we support each other, and that's what everyone else is doing. So I like it. Yeah, keep mellow, mellow on the mat and the points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's like too many of us. That's the only. Yeah. I think. Probably in there doing it, though. 
So yeah, I said, well, I think I was going to get points. Yeah. Come on, bro. Hey. Well, of the three people, we of three adults that we had, um, so two goals, and uh, Ben, you know, had the well, Benny had some really good matches, so that's pretty good going for us. And uh, you know, obviously, little Zard being his first comeback, you know, I think he did really well. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, there's some good learnings there. Yeah, for him, absolutely. Which is, yeah, which is cool. So, so yeah, so I think we did. I think we did really awesome. Um, and yeah, so we actually well, we'll get Adam and Jason to have a look at their their matches, but uh, nice. yeah, yeah, it was uh, good going. I think yeah, and we'll get Benny on as well. Yeah, uh, I won't disclose what he was. Actually, I will say it because actually it's so damn funny, and then you can repeat it. But you're saying because you know you're saying you're having a bit of banter with the guy, you know, with Chris, and so apparently Benny was there with all his crowd that he was going to be doing his uh, matches with. And this other guy was walking around shaking all the guys' hands and go, I think, did you tell me the story? Yeah, I so the, you, you, you said Oh, apparently, apparently so funny, guys man. from the, their brackets walking around shaking hands going, oh, good luck today, good luck time. I'm fucking nervous. I'm really nervous. <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> and then I think when he shook Ben's hand, Ben's like, you don't tell us you're nervous. We're about to fight you. And the guy's like, oh. <laughs> 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 At least it's being honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Or so is it just playing mind games? Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be a mind game. I don't want to do that if I was like, black belt up to the light. I'm really nervous. Take it easy, you'll be okay, mate. No, I wouldn't do that. It's almost like going up to people and going, I'm really, really bad at 50 50, God. Please don't put me in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my thing. I'm still new. I really don't like chokes. I'm new at this back game thing. I love it. Alright, I've got a question for you, Mr. Black Belt over there. Alright. Black Belt of Reddit. Are you on Reddit? No. Okay, well, Black Belts, what in real life situation has Jiu Jitsu helped you in? Ooh, that's a good question. I think what it would do is it would help me remain a bit more calm. Yeah. Mm. That I could maybe assess the situation a bit more. I mean, I don't. I would never ever uh, get into a fight just for the sake of just getting into a fight. I'd try and avoid that as much as possible. So, but that's if at least not your personality, you definitely not want to start one. Definitely not. No, no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. So I just, you just, and you don't know. I mean, Hamish, you know, like more than most people, but you don't know what people are like carrying these days, no. or it's, it's, it's not, it's not New Zealand's not what it was like ten years ago. No, no not at all. It's so right. it's, yeah. I just, for me, it's like even if it's like a bunch of teenagers or whatever, I think they kind of, yeah, they almost like the worst. But um, yeah, trying to avoid. Teenagers carry hands these days. There's or knives or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you brought that into a street fight scenario. It doesn't have to be street fight. It could be other life experience, but I guess that is a good answer. You've got a bit more patience. Yeah. Suss out the situation. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think I'll maybe remain a bit more calm because I know that, okay, if something kicks off, then, okay, maybe I can take the person down, grab all. I mean, if I would do anything, if I had to, had to attack a person or mm. do something, um, I would do a heel hook on them or something like that. I would just grab their leg and just bust their knee. Oh. So it's, the, it's the quickest and easiest, yep. you know, one. That's a lot of physio afterwards. So, Can I uh, yeah. put that question on you, sir? Uh, yeah, what no, what same, to talk you? same for me is uh, your patience and, uh, and also just being a... <laughs> The old Ada J. It's just like you'll see a photo of. Well, it's like um, Mikey. What's his last name? Oh, uh, uh, Musumishi. Yeah, Musumishi. Yeah. You look at him, right? And you're like, he's not a dangerous looking dude, but he is really dangerous. And that's probably the big thing is that you don't don't even take a person on at face value because yeah. you just don't know. Don't judge a book. Yeah, yeah, man. Because right. there's yeah, there's some very dangerous people out there that you have no idea about. Uh, yeah, that's probably one of the. That's probably one thing. Um. And then just for my work, I won't go into my work, but um, for restraint, mm-hmm. like for being able to control people, like controlling a person looks a lot better than like wailing away on a person. Yes. Um, yes. So there's yeah, there's a lot of value in that, and I think uh, yeah, everyone should have an awareness of control as opposed to just wailing on someone. Wise words from Hamish. Yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll let you know what the number one answer on this was. It has helped me to be on first name basis with two physical therapists in my local area. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah. Osteos. Keeps osteos employed. Yeah. Yeah. Chiropractors. 
Well, I think Hassan is definitely keeping employed with all of us, yeah. So yeah. I think Jason's gone to go see him. I was talking to Jason this week, and I was like, yeah, how's your hip going? He said, no, it feels much better. I was down with Kassan and, you know, poked a few needles on me and... <laughs> that guy knows <laughs> a lot of us. Dude, that guy's amazing. Like, as soon as you walk in, he's like, which jiu-jitsu club are you from? Oh yeah, I know you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this, I've done that. Yeah, yeah, he gets a lot of work from us. We've kept him in business for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I've kept him. Yeah, he's he's done a lot with me. Yeah, the only guys really sorted me out. So, but now yeah, there's a lot of good people around here. Yeah. Mm. Okay, I got a second question. To me. Yep. Okay. Uh, does anyone else find the idea of a mat enforcer a bit cringe? A mat enforcer. So this person saying, "My gym is super chill and friendly." Hey, that sounds like us. Mm. I just can't imagine there being a situation where a new guy would be super aggressive and needs to be humble. By an upper belt to learn their lesson. If someone was spazzing or celebrating after submission or stuff like that, our coach would just talk to them and tell them to stop or chill. So, do first do we need a mat enforcer? Have you guys seen mat enforcers? I think some. I think for me, mat culture is probably the the main driver, and I probably learned that a lot, or the, a lot from Mike. You know, because Mike set a really great mat culture at, at Ground Control. And uh, so I think for me, that's probably the number one thing. So I think for someone to come in and not contribute to our map culture, I think that would worry me mm. more than anything else. So I think a person who, I think naturally a, per, a new person that comes in and they roll for the first time, they, they do spaz out of it. And so, but I think, so I think that's quite a, I think that's quite a natural thing. And I think, I think naturally through the group, not even with me saying anything, you know, guys actually go, actually, you don't need to go 100% mm -hmm. the whole time. You can, you can hang back. So I actually think, that, and, and that really comes from your map culture. So if you don't have a good map culture, and you know, people come in, and you know, just like what Carl was saying the other day with, once at the club. But not to say it's 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 the wrong thing because a, a competition club when you're going there they they want to roll hard because that's that's their goal they want to make sure they you know they're good at competitions and stuff but when you're just hobbyists and uh, dads and you know in your forties for the most part you know you just don't have that you know competition's not your main focus it's just being around people and having a bit of fun so uh, yeah so I think. Uh, I think that kind of naturally gets sorted out, but yeah, mat culture for me is the is yeah. the main one. Do you think it's probably more in like larger gyms, a lot more people? I think because of us, we're it's still a nice size where the culture is very easy to pass through. I don't know if this what this gentleman's talking about is probably a very large gym yeah. mm. where the culture could kind of be you know watered down as through the ranks. I don't know. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, no, I think it's yeah. I really do think it just depends on. And I mean some. Those bigger gyms, they they'll have competition classes where mm -hmm. you know, like at Ground Control now on a Tuesday, they've got their competition class. Yeah. So that'll always be more, yeah, more focused on, um, you know, more um, rough. I'll say rough, rough rolling, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's not going to be high easy rolling. Yeah. Higher intense rolling. Yeah, which, which sometimes our club does when we get yeah. close to the tournament for those that are in the tournament. Yeah, the yeah, goes yeah. Up a bit, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll put like rings around them a bit more, but it's more focused on them. So, uh, yeah, so I guess it's more, yeah, for me it's just, uh, yeah, more mat culture, I guess, is probably the, the quick answer. Have you ever seen a mat uh, general or someone, something like that have to be used in your years of rolling? No, I don't think so. Like, I'll give him Bob. Bob will, Bob will teach that guy. I'm pretty sure, like I've read in books and stuff where guys have, I think maybe more in the US or whatever, but guys are coming in and, uh, you know, seeing a black belt there and going, okay, I want to roll with that black belt. <laughs> and then the black belt going, going, okay, well, if you can get through one of my white belts, then, then yeah, okay. Yeah. And generally they don't get even through the white, you know, a white belt, so oh, that kind of humbles them a little bit. That's what you go right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you do get that. I mean, my mum told me I'm good. I want to face yeah. the black belt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you see those videos, like a, a bodybuilder or someone comes up yes. with a big muscle bound dude, and he's like, right, I'll, I'll smash you up. And they're like, well, you try this female blue belt. Yeah, I've seen the female. There you go, yeah. they get annihilated. Yeah. And it's beautiful to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you can watch someone's ego die <coughs> almost instantly. 
it's a good video. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Those are my only questions for you this week. Well done. Yeah, okay. cool. Nice. Yeah, no, well done, Hamish. Thank um, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're creeping up to that hour mark, so we might as well call it a day. But yeah, no, thanks for coming on. Nice and well done in your uh, uh, your matches at the Northern Champs. Thank Very you. cool. Uh, we'll make sure to uh, get hold of Chris and. Yeah, we uh, should hear his side of the story. Maybe Chris will say. Hamish was just being rude. He was crying. He was crying the whole time. Actually, when I grabbed his gear, I felt all this like Vaseline, like it was slippery as hell. Yeah, maybe one day we'll get Chris on the podcast and we'll stream him in, and then we can have a have a talk with him about about the competition and stuff. I'm pretty sure you'll probably see him at some other competitions. I would say probably nationals. He was talking about nationals. Okay. So ones of the the Masters two. Category. Yeah. I love, yeah. I'm so glad that I'm at the age now that there's a master's category because I was watching some of the like some some 35 year old matches and there's no way I'd want to be in there. Have you seen some of the stuff that kids are doing? I oh, saw one man. I saw that they're sort of you know um, fighting for position with their hands and then the kid goes to shoot and the other kid does like a leapfrog over him but in the air can turn around land back on his like gets his back and puts the hooks in. Um, like this, this is, yeah. I don't have. Do the kids? I mean, we were at that uh, sub only contest, uh, the stealth uh, contest, looking at some of those kids there, and even the kids here at, at this competition, they are like amazing. Like mm -hmm. if they carried on, I mean, I think we were saying this at the competition, eh? They carry on to all their adults. I mean, they're gonna be beasts. No yeah. Like they're just so good, and um, yeah, their movements, they like so flexible as well. Like just yeah. Um, that's nice. I, I saw one kid, like one of the kids, just put his arm up just even a little bit and he just jumped on their arm. <laughs> just, I was just like, Whoa. They know what yeah, they're really doing. good. They already know like what they're doing. So it's um, yeah, it's really, yeah. really cool. Yeah, and I, and I, I reckon Chris has got a picture of you up in his gym. Oh. And he's just like just with a dart it's probably on a dartboard. Yeah, dartboard between the four headed He's just doing weights and he's just looking at you like, I'm gonna get you boy. I'm gonna get that boy. There you go. Yeah. 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 Round two. yeah. Or round three. Yeah, yeah. good. Awesome. All right. Excellent. Thank you, Hamish. Thanks for your time, boys. No Appreciate worries. It. Thank you for coming on the podcast, and we'll catch you guys next time.